Welcome back with Overheads Podcast. A good friend, you know, from college, uh, Kelly Kelly Donald, in the house. What's good, Kelly? Everything's good. Everything cool. You talk. You, you feeling good? Yeah, I'm cool. I'm straight. Where you from? Uh, I'm born and raised in Duval. Duval. Exactly. All right. So you uh, you born and raised in Duval. You, what's your ethnicity? You black? You mixed with some? You... Yes. Um, my daddy was country born in quincy florida and then my mama got her her green card from kingston jamaica so okay then you've been out the country of course you've been to kingston i have i think the last time i went was 2015 maybe yeah so it's been a little minute how that was um i mean i was still fairly young so i mean it was an experience but i feel like i need to go now that i'm grown so i can for sure i feel that you say you're born raised in jacksonville you say your mom kingston jamaica Pops uh, from the country. <laughs> I'm from the country, so hey, shout out to Pops. Exactly. But anyway, uh, you know we know how to cook. <laughs> Throw down. The southern food. Yeah, it's, hey, off the chain. Anyways, you uh, so you um, where you went to school at? Um, as far I, as college. Um, I went to the University of North Florida here in Jacksonville. Okay, you did all all your co- collegiate years there, or you went like community college first? Um, so I went to First Coast here in Jacksonville. Um, I went into UNF with a few college credits, so I graduated in three years. Oh, so you smart? A little bit. Yeah. All right, hey fellas, <laughs> hey, it's, there is beautiful women out here that have a brain on their head. Exactly, cause <laughs> I don't give you too much. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what you studied at UNF? Um, I got my degree in business management with a minor in leadership. What made you do that? Um, when I was at First Coast, um, they had like a program, like kind of like an internship, but not an internship, um, with Star Credit Union. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were student manager interns. Mm. So before that, I just kind of said, I don't know what I want to be. Let's just say lawyer because it sounds good on paper. Right. Um, but kind of going through that whole process with by star um just kind of seeing how to like oh like start a business because they built a whole by star like at first coast so we literally had to like do all the marketing go out to like the classrooms and do presentations and stuff like that i'm like okay i can i can do this i can and you was in high school doing this yeah Oh, so you was official. They made you, like, dress up and everything? Yes. So, instead of getting the back-to-school clothes and Nikes and all that stuff, I'm going in polo shirts and skirts, and I was just like, okay. Oh, you stepping. You stepping. I mean, you appreciate it now, though, right? Oh, of course. When you went to school to uh, study business, because I know a lot of people, they'll change their major once they start actually studying and figuring out more about the subject. Like, you knew that business was for you. Or did you ever, like, say, nah, I'm going to change this? No. After high school, I kind of knew... I wanted to be in business. My biggest concern was what aspect of business. So that's why I went into business management because um, I can't speak for all universities, but I know at UNF, mm-hmm. um, you kind of get that a taste of everything. So right. being in business management, you get the accounting, you get mm-hmm. the HR, you get um, the economics and all that good stuff. So being able to be exposed to all aspects of business, I was like, okay, so even though I'm a business management major, I can kind of go in whatever field because I have exposure from. Vistar is the first job you had straight out of college as far as your career. Yes and no. Um, right before I graduated, um, I was working with Northwestern Mutual. Okay. Um, that was considered an internship. I worked with them my last semester and then I worked a few months 
after I graduated. So it was like a postgraduate program that they had to where like if you were interning before, after you graduate, they kind of, you know, up your expectations. So you're still considered an intern. You're not full time, but you're, you, your expectations are a little bit higher than like the other interns. Okay. So what you did at Northwestern Mutual? Um, so Northwestern Mutual is like a financial planning company. So um, without the certifications, um, I was really focusing on insurance, disability, um, helping people look at like the retirement planning and all that good stuff. And then with the certification, you can do the stocks, the bonds. So you, so you good with money then? A little bit. All right, then. A little bit. For sure. I, I want, before we continue, I want to step out. Like, how did, do, do you feel like a lot of people, they, uh, like our age, like, do you, do you feel like people wait too late to start trying to save for retirement and stuff like that? Um, I definitely do. Um, just because like most things, it's not top of mind. Like when you're 20, 21, 22, you're like, okay, I'm not trying to retire until I'm like 60. But if you think about it, if you start planning earlier, then you can retire earlier. Like so I feel 40 like something. Right. So because it's not top of mind, you don't start planning until later, but because you're planning later, now you're kind of having to play catch up. So you now you're land, doing, right. right. So you're doing it to where you're actually like 60, 65, 67 when you can really just retire way earlier than that exactly true so are you doing it of course oh, okay let me make sure so we'll back let's go back to the topic so you say uh vistar so go ahead and talk about vistar um so right now at vistar um we're all considered universal so instead like when people think of the bank they think you're either a teller or you work in an office um, at Vistar, they have it to where everybody does everything. So when you come into the bank, you can see me on the teller line. You can see me in the drive-through. You can see me in the office. You can see me at the front desk. Um, and doing that, it just kind of gives you exposure to everything. So it's not like you're coming up to me and saying, "Hey, Kelly, I need help um, opening up my IRA." Well, I don't know how to do that. Let me direct you to someone who can. Right. Or, "Hey, Kelly, I need to apply for this loan. How do I do that?" I'm not saying, "Ooh, I don't know." I might be at the front desk, I might be on the teller line, but I can still like educate you or say, Hey, here's my card, call me, we can handle this next week. So, oh, so so you oh so you're certified you got cards and all that. I got everything. So you uh I mean I know you that ain't just fall in your hands. You had networks and stuff like that. Um, so being that I was already in that high school program, um, so I reached out to Vistar like when I first graduated from high school, but they were like, Yeah, your college schedule, we you can't even work part time. And I was like, I'm just trying to be great in school, but it's okay. So after working with Northwestern Mutual, what I will say about them is they're very flexible. But with being flexible, you kind of have to, basically, if you weren't going out and getting clients, mm -hmm. you're not getting paid. Mm -hmm. So being that I was fresh out of college, and I had already kind of had those flexible jobs where they're like, oh, you're in college. Like, we're kind of going to work with your schedule. I I was kind of like, I need to not have that flexibility to appreciate the flexibility. So I don't want to stay in banking. I kind of do want to, like, fall back into financial planning. But I felt like in order for me to appreciate working on my own schedule, working with who I want to work with, when I want to work with them, I kind of have to step back and be on that strict nine to five schedule. So where when I was working with Northwestern fresh out of college, I was just like, I don't want to work today. Right. Compared to now, I have to appreciate an off day because mm -hmm. we only off a day, one day a week and Sunday. Yeah. So instead of being like, oh, I just don't want to work today. I'm not going to work. It's like, no, now I know how to work, but appreciate being able to say, I don't want to work today. You know, and that's crazy. I was talking to somebody about that the other day, like having that leverage over your job, over right. your life. 
when when it's when it's reversed and life has leverage over you, you really feel that every day. Right. Week so, in and week out. Because even like looking at the people that were working full time, like they were busting they ass like I'm I'm on the phone making 40, 60, 70, 80 calls a day trying to get these people in because this is how I'm putting food on the table. Mm -hmm. Compared to me, I'm like, I'm young. I still got some money in my pocket. I don't need this. So if I don't feel like working, I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Compared to now, like I said, working a nine to five, I'm like, I hate this. (laughs) I hate this. Trying to be off. Right. So I'm trying to go on vacations. My parents saying, hey, we just want to go to this that and the third this weekend i'm like i got to work on saturday yeah i can't go nowhere compared to being able to be inflexible you can just say hey i know i said we're gonna have a meeting today but cancel it right so i feel like now working a nine to five i can kind of appreciate being flexible so the biggest thing is that leverage make sure you understand what you're about to get yourself into right for sure Moving on from that, I mean, I know you say you, you only did three years at UNF, right? I did. The average person get their degree in what, four years? Yeah. I know me, it take five, for sure. So you, uh, now that you was locked in with class and all that stuff, you were you involved in anything at school? Um, so, um, I'm currently a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Hey, all right. Um, so definitely was involved in Greek life. Um, definitely was involved um, in the college of business in general. Mm-hmm. Um, anything college of business had to offer. Yeah, I, I used to see you I, all the time. I was in it. Yeah, I was in it. You I was it always, always, always. If they were saying, "Hey, we're having this job," or "Hey, we're having this um, workshop," we're having this program. Like, I was like, put my na- put my name on it. Right. Well, so I mean, to the listeners out there, what, what can you tell them as far as? Uh, getting involved on campus like what is the benefit from that as far as just going to class every day and then graduating in in x amount of years um one i feel like it gives you good exposure like especially when you're doing it in your field like in your major um it gives you exposure so like for unf they have like their career management center so i applied to work into that office so now i'm helping people with like interview skills um resume building and all that stuff so i'm helping other people but i'm also helping myself because i have to learn in order Mm -hmm. to teach other people yeah um so one i feel like that kind of helps develop you um but then also when you're involved and people know your face people will help you so i think the biggest thing you can take from college is how to network and how to talk to people right so if people in your bit um in your college know like hey that's kelly i know kelly is a hard worker she does her work she gets good grades you know she's motivated if i come up to you and say hey i need a letter of recommendation or hey i'm looking for a job you're gonna say hey i'm gonna i'm putting a good word for you you're right instead of just being like oh well i don't know who you are mm-hmm. i can't really vouch for you so i it's, think that's the biggest thing yeah for sure it's crazy you said it out because i tell people the same thing like a lot of people ask me what's the biggest thing I took from college because some people think college is a waste of time. And, it, and in my opinion, a lot of times that's the people that weren't involved. That's right. the people that just kind of graduated and took it for what it, what it gave them. Like college is what you make it. Right. And if you don't, if you just go to school every day and, and never get involved, never talk to people, 
never do anything else besides go to class, you're going to get that type of job when you graduate. Right, you're going to get exactly what you got out of them <laughs> textbooks, and you can't remember that after the five, the last exam. Exactly. I can't tell you the last test I took serious. I always studied right before it. Exactly. Before. You pass it, and now I forget it. So. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know a lot of people, they uh, struggle as far as trying to find that balance in college because, like, like we said earlier, you can't just go to class every day, so that means you do have time to have yourself and your friends and stuff and, right and, and your first couple years of college you do want to get out and kind of party and have fun um and just do just go to if it ain't even partying it you just going to like events to and event. stuff like that right because i know definitely on campus like people are always like it wasn't a lot of people at unf but people hey i'm cooking yeah you want to come right i mean yeah i'm hungry i don't want to eat at the cafe so <laughs> yeah so i mean so how do you find that balance are you planning out your day every day or are you just going by or are you you like using your calendar what kind of habits did you develop when you were trying to uh find that balance that work that school life balance um so it's not necessarily my first year because like i said my first year i was kind of just going to class going back to my dorm but definitely once my school schedule became tight like i said i'm doing five classes in 12 hours mm -hmm. so once my classes were booked um once i started having to plan delta events once i started working um on campus once i got part-time jobs so now i got 18 billion things to do and I got 24 hours in my day. Mm -hmm. So being able to, cause I like to write stuff out. So I would just say, hey, I got a class from this time, this time, this time, this time, and this time. Within these free hours, I know I can do this for work. I know I have to schedule these few hours for my office hours at um on campus. And then I know at this time we got a um, event on campus. Mm -hmm. So just being able to kind of see what my day has. Now I know like, you're I doing gotta this be day on by time. day, or you week by week. No, it. Mm, what I would do, I would have like a big calendar on my binder mm -hmm. to kind of show like the big things that I would have. But for the most part, like I'm kind of planning that out through the day, saying, "Okay, this is what I have for the day." So I know I gotta be on time. I can't talk. I gotta go. Right. So. You uh were you very social? Cause I know you say you, you joined a sorority. Uh, prior to that, were you social, like with other female and female and men on campus, or you, you kind of just stayed yourself? Um, for the most part, especially being at a PWI, um, any class that I had, especially coming from First Coast when it's nothing but black people, yeah. and then going to it, um, UNF to where you kind of gotta look and be like, um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like we the only two people in here. Like, let's be cool. Yeah. Um. So definitely in that aspect, just seeing a familiar face, especially like I said, when don't nobody in the class look like you. Um. That's kind of how I was branching out. So like, hey, we only two black kids in here. Like, right. I remember me and you had a class together. I think we were like the other black people in that class, and we sat by each other every day. Because <laughs> that's just how it is. It's yeah. like it ain't nothing but white people in here, and it's just like. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, I don't. That, there's no nothing wrong with that. I mean, but at the same time, you can't really relate to nobody. Exactly. And, on, on certain aspects. I just met you, and you telling me about your whole. I was like, I can't. Yeah. I can't vibe with that. For sure. Uh, well, then, how did you thrive on at the, at the school? Then, like, were you even focused on that kind of stuff? You knew the end end benefit from going to the school, uh, because I know a lot of people they they talk trash about PWIs. So elaborate um, on your 
the understanding of the PWI and why you stayed instead of leaving? I feel like for me, especially with being in the business industry, like sad to say the the business industry industry is predominantly white. Mm -hmm. So being that I grew up in a black family, being that I went to predominantly black schools, it's like you don't really get taught how to be diverse, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like like I said, in just looking at how white people are compared to how black people are, it's two different people. Right. So you kind of have to learn how to talk and how to interact with other people you that don't look to, like you. You can basically adapt to any situation in that. Way. Right. So it's like, yeah, I can be around black people all day and be cool and be cordial, but if I go into a conference room and it ain't nothing but white people, what am I going to do? Exactly. So, so you I, know how to not choke and keep going. Right. So you know how to adjust. You know, okay, this is the audience that I'm talking to and I can adhere to it compared to just being like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I just don't want to say anything. Because in the business world, you can't do that. Right. So you can't control who's around you. So like I know with my Northwestern internship, I was one, I was the only female. Mm -hmm. And two, I was the only black person in the entire office. Right. So it's just like, they laughing at Kiki Key and saying, hey, Kelly, you want to go play golf? I'm like, mm. <laughs> I can what? <laughs> That's what I said. I said, I mean, I can, I can ride a golf cart, but, but you kind of have to learn how to adjust and how to like be. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that. I've been in a couple, a couple rooms uh, in my career that where I was the only uh, colored person. Um, but it, it's definitely, sometimes at the beginning it's a challenge, but you eventually you get used to it. And it's really not something that you pay attention to at, at one point. Right. But you never, you're never going to learn how to do it until you're exposed to it. So that's why I was like, being at a PWI, yes, everyone always preaches, you know, HBCUs, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I just felt and like. shout out to the HBCUs. I ain't going exactly. to sit here and, 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 and boo them. And you know what I'm saying? And saying which one is better. I don't even like them conversations. I feel like it's pros, it's pros and cons to both. To both, for sure. So. Absolutely. Um. But uh, as far as graduation, when you graduated, and I know you said you kind of had Vistar secured and everything, but what was your backup plan? Um, My backup plan was definitely going to be at Northwestern. Um, Northwestern definitely didn't want me to go. I, asked, I heard you made some good money at uh, Northwestern. You de- like, if you put in the time and effort, you can, like, insurance and disability alone, not even, like, talking about the stocks and bonds, it's good money yeah because you're getting like i said you're making what you put into it so if you're going out and you're getting policies and you're getting people to do this that and the third you're getting commission off of what they do right so if you can finesse somebody to get but is there it is see yeah i don't like how you use finesse because is it is it really a finesse though it's not a finesse it's not a it's finesse. a benefit it's a real benefit because i have a, i have a whole bunch of different accounts and I understand the benefit of all of them. Right. And so a lot of people, they don't really understand the benefit of these investments right Okay, now. so it's not a finesse. It's Because if you would approach me, I would have been like, let's go. See, you looking out for me. like that. Especially I know when everybody it comes to like like life that. insurance and disability. Because it's like, well, I'm, I'm 22. I'm not going to die no time soon. Knock on, let, knock on wood. Let, but yeah, let's stop right there. Why do you feel like people don't trust the, trust what people are saying when they're telling them about look, your insurance, your life, your savings, your retirement, your planning? All this stuff matters, and it really matters now because we are only getting older and we're dying every day. Right. Um, I feel like people don't because, like I said, we're always in that mindset of it's never going to be me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to talk to a parent saying, hey, do you want to take out a life insurance policy on your newborn? 
because right. now it's like are you jinxing my kid uh-huh. like so as a 22 year old we're talking about dying so mm-hmm. it's like i'm 22 i'm not trying to die no time soon like why wouldn't i get it when i'm 40 or 50 when i know like okay i'm getting older but it's like especially with life insurance like if you invest now it's cheaper mm-hmm. down the road because what people don't understand about life insurance is you're locking yourself in at your age and at your health Mm-hmm. So as a healthy 22 year old, your policy is going to be cheaper compared to you trying to write out that same policy at 45 or right. at 50. Hell, 27. Exactly. So that's why I, when I was at Northwestern, like I was making sure all my people was good. Cause I'm like it, when you just say, Hey, let's talk about life insurance. I'm like, it, I feel like it has a negative connotation to it. But when you, explain it it's like no it's not just about this but there's policies to where like you can get a payout while you still living like it's other options compared to just oh no whenever you die your people gonna be good right and i feel like that's just kind of what people think about it has that negative connotation to it i mean and when people when you talk about life insurance it is kind of broad i get that um but at the same time me personally i feel like people are always rebellious to those type of topics and offers because they simply don't want to do the research That's or true. like because if you actually do the research you'll find how these people are retiring so early why these people are so quote-unquote rich right. all this general quote-unquote generational wealth like i see people post stuff i post stuff on my story all the time and people inquire about it and i tell them about it i follow up with them and, and they haven't did anything right else. so i'm giving you the knowledge that you need you asking me okay how do i do this i'm telling you i'm giving you the knowledge i'm giving you the gems and then you still not doing it so it's like why yeah it, it, why even do it why that kind of stuff frustrates me yeah but moving on so you said northwestern mutual was your uh backup plan and you said they didn't want to let you go so basically did you enjoy yourself though like did you enjoy the time um, did you enjoy what you was doing I did. I feel like the competitive aspect to me, like I said, being the only girl and the only black person in the office, I felt like it made me. Made you stronger, for sure. Right. It made me kind of go a little bit harder because I feel like y'all kind of like weeded me out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I need to make sure I'm going harder than all y'all. Yeah. So being able to write out the most policies in my program, being able to do this, that, and the third, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. But I feel like after after I graduated and they kind of said, okay, now we're going to put you in that postgraduate program. I was like, I don't really have anybody to compete against. I think that was my biggest thing was I don't have anything that's making me want to go out and make those calls or make those appointments. So I was like, yeah, this is cool, but it's not, there's nothing that's making me want to do this right now. I'm like, eventually is this what i want to do absolutely i was just like in that moment i just felt like i wasn't motivated enough to keep working at a time yeah i feel that so uh now as far as post-graduation i know you said when you were in school you were very involved um you you did you had your hands in a lot of places now post-graduation are you just working your nine to five or are you still involved in the community do you do different things do you go to events do you still go out and party hang out with your friends i mean because let, let's be real now let, let's not so so i definitely go out a lot more than i did when i was in college like i said just me being me i was never really that person that wanted to be out and about i always kind of just would rather be in the house not just because i didn't want to be social but because i always had 
a lot going on. I mm-hmm. always had stuff that I needed to. You are handling your business. Your business, right? Woman. So. I was just so used to that. So now where it's just like, okay, you don't have to worry about school. You just have to worry about working this job. I'm like, okay, now I can go out and I can be social. I can go have fun. You can um, bring Kelly out for real. Right. Yeah. So um, not even that. Um, definitely with First Coast, like I love First Coast. I don't care what nobody else in Jacksonville says. First yeah. Coast is the best high school in Duval. Quote me. <laughs> um so I definitely try to go out to First Coast as much as possible. Um, I know I was helping out with like post-COVID, um, like the pageants and stuff like that, going out helping the girls, um, going out to the football games that they needed to record, because if not me, then who? Then who? Um, Period. So giving back to my high school. Um, now, do you feel like this kind of stuff is – healthy for the for the mind and and for the, that person or do you feel like because i know a lot of some people be like you're doing too much or what what's your personal preference on giving back and being involved and just doing stuff instead of like like we said going to class every day and coming back home you, that's what you're gonna get after graduation me personally i feel like after you do graduate or even if you don't go to college when you when you graduate high school you go in your everyday life if you're not involved in in the environment around you you kind of get the same thing in return right so elaborate on why one should involve themselves in their environment or, and why should they do so because like i said if my pre- preference if, if you don't i mean that's what you're gonna get back right um i feel like for me being able to go out and give back um it's like motivational to me because like I said, especially working with and dealing with kids, like you can kind of see that impact. Like, mm-hmm. especially being young, like like it or not, people or younger kids kind of tailor more towards younger, older people. So instead of this 40-year-old telling me what to do, I'm going to take it a little bit better coming from a 22-year-old. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't like being called ma'am. Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yes. I'm like, we're really like those next generation of grown-ups for sure so being able to kind of see that impact that i can have on them i feel like that's like motivation for me to do more so yes it can be a lot when you're trying to work and give back but i feel like if you're motivated to do it and you actually want to do it then you can kind of find that balance for sure i definitely i agree with you 100 percent seeing whatever field that you want to be in look at people who are in that field and reach out to them not even saying, hey, look, I need a job. What's up? Y'all hiring. Mm-hmm. But just saying, hey, from someone that wants to be where you are, you know, is there any advice that you would give? Are there anything? Um, There's a way you approach people. Right. So instead of just saying, hey, I need a job, it's like, okay, what advice would you give me? What would you have done differently to be where you are or to get to where you are faster or just something like that to where you're having a conversation because that's still establishing a name for yourself so it's not a direct hey can i send you my resume but it's me asking you questions you getting to know me so in the future i can say hey i saw you guys had an opening and i just submitted my resume you know can you put in a good word for me it's easier for me to say hey yeah i know you personally yeah i can say oh yeah they're a good person compared to just being like um i don't really know you i'm just gonna put you in a pile and if you don't make it you don't make it yeah um, it sounds like you're pretty knowledgeable about the topics we covered today. You are you open to like helping people if somebody reached out to you? Of course. 
course. I'm all like I said, even though I'm not on campus anymore, like people will send me their resumes all the time and be like, Hey Kelly, can you look at this real quick? I'm like, Yeah, come on. So you uh so how can they follow, find you? You on IG, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter? Um, I'm on Instagram. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at underscore it's Renee though. Um How I'm you spell on, that? Um I T S R E N E E T H O. It's Renee though. You look yeah. around crazy. You know how to spell that? Listen, I can type it, but I can't. Yes. <laughs> but me and spelling, business, I'm cool. Spelling. <laughs> Miss me with it. Yeah. So you That's why it. they have spell check and Grammarly. <laughs> so. You're right. You're right. I use and abuse it. Yeah. But y'all can find me on LinkedIn at Kelly Donald. I think it's just Kelly Donald on there. I'm on there. It you said LinkedIn is Kelly Donald? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, hey, I definitely enjoy having you on on the show. I appreciate you Dang. coming through, stopping by. Yay. For at, sure. After my nail appointment, we good. Yeah, we good. We live, baby. All right. Well, hey, Kelly, uh, Kelly, preaching to y'all. Y'all make sure y'all take notes. Listen to this again because you listened to it the first time. That one time ain't going to do enough for you. Right. Get you, it in your head. Exactly. Make sure you take notes on that second round. And always remember to stay in your lane. There it is.